You are listening to For the Love of Giving, a podcast with Tara Ray Bradford. On this show, we empower natural-born givers to reach new heights of achievement while changing the world for the better, just by using your innate gifts. I'm Ryan Cowden, and this week we're joined by our host, Tara Ray Bradford. On this episode of For the Love of Giving, Tara discusses why givers get stuck and how she has learned to achieve success as a giver. If you are a giver, the world is a better place because of you. You regularly use your natural inclinations, talents, and efforts to leave the world a better place than you found it. However, some givers find it difficult to make their needs known, to be assertive, or promote themselves. In this situation, being a giver can feel like more of a curse than a blessing. If you can relate to anything that was just said, then this is a podcast for you. We invite you to make this podcast with Tara Ray Bradford part of your journey towards a more holistic version of a successful you. On each episode, Tara will share research, advice, and the wisdom gained from years of experience in the helping professions to help you achieve the level of success you desire. On this episode, you'll hear why givers get stuck. Givers can get stuck serving others and waiting for other people to return the favor. Healthy growth for a giver means learning how to ask for what you need. Next, Tara will share some of the secrets of successful givers. These include learning how to help yourself first and realizing that you can overcome your barriers by learning specific skills along the way. Then, Tara will share her journey that led her to create this podcast. With years of experience in the helping profession and coaching other professionals, Tara knows how to aim for success without giving up your strengths as a giver. And finally, Tara shares the mission of this podcast. Her goal is to use this podcast to help you make the impact you were put on this planet to make. If you're a giver looking for new ways to make your natural strengths work for you, then this is one episode you won't want to miss. There's a lot of actionable advice in this episode, so grab something to write with because you're going to want to take notes. As always, I'll be back on the other side to wrap up any loose ends. So without any further ado, here's our host, Tara Ray Bradford. Welcome to For the Love of Giving podcast, where you'll learn everything you need to know about achieving more success and fulfillment in your life and business as a natural-born giver. I'm your host, Tara Ray Bradford, and in this show, I'll share tips, strategies, and tools and research to help you reach your full potential, make the impact you desire, and still be a good person. This is the right place for you if you feel like you're meant for something more. You've achieved goals in the past, but you still feel a little empty inside. You long to feel more successful. Your friends tell you that you should write a book about your life. You love helping others. Your friends often come to you for advice. And you're waiting for karma to come back around and reward you for being so kind to everyone else around you. If any of these sound like you, you're in the right place. This introductory episode is all about getting to know me a little bit better, understanding what the love of giving is all about, and getting to know what you can expect as a listener. So, In this podcast, first and foremost, I will be focusing on how you can take control of your life and work 
without being controlling. There is a difference. And none of this is going to work if you don't first feel empowered to be independent, take care of yourself, and handle any situation life throws at you, because it will. One of the biggest things I see with givers like you and me is that we think everyone should just know what we need because we're so good at knowing what other people need help with. And that's just not true. When we spend time focusing on all of these external things and don't focus on ourselves, we feel like we aren't good enough or like nobody cares about us or our needs don't matter or other people have worse problems than us. So what happens is you get stuck waiting. You're waiting for someone to see you and to hear you and to acknowledge and prioritize your needs. And I hate to break it to you, but you're going to be waiting for a long time. Not because people are selfish, but because nobody, and I mean nobody, not your parents, not your partner, not your friends, not your children, not even your pet, can love you, understand you, and give to you the way that you can. And that's my vision for this podcast. I want to empower you to take matters into your own hands because you already have everything you need to succeed at feeling the way you want to feel. I was also inspired to create this podcast because some research on givers and takers that was published by Adam Grant, a professor at the Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania, took a look at success and identified three kinds of people, givers, takers, and matchers. The assumption by most people, myself included, was that the most successful people in this study would be the takers. And can you guess who the most successful people were in his study? It was actually the givers. And can you guess who the least successful people were? Also the givers. So if you needed evidence that you can be successful and everything you want is possible for you, then there you have it. I also have two secrets I want to share with you to kick off this first episode of the podcast in case nobody has ever told you this. Number one, you can help so many more people when you start helping yourself first. And the biggest misconception I hear from people that I work with is that they don't want to be seen as selfish, arrogant, full of themselves, salesy. Or aggressive. So they always help other people first. There's a reason the flight attendants on the airplane tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before assisting other customers. Even children, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. The second one is All of the things that hold givers back from being the most successful people in the world are skills that can be learned. And one more bonus secret. 
Adam Grant's research also found that if you put a taker in a room full of givers, they naturally become more generous just by being around givers. On the contrary, if you put a giver in a room full of takers, they withdraw, isolate themselves, and eventually stop giving. So it is our duty as givers to come together to make the world a better place just by doing the things we were naturally born to do. Give. It's really that simple. But we need to learn to give responsibly in order to fulfill that promise to making the world a better place. As Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. So I'm here to inspire you to do just that. I'm going to do it by combining my professional experience as a trauma-critical care nurse, writer, businesswoman, entrepreneur, founder, corporate trainer, author, and thought leader with my personal experience of being human. I've been a daughter, sister, partner, ex-wife, friend, dog mom, helper, and giver. So this seems like a good time to formally introduce myself. If you are just discovering me for the first time through this podcast, my name is Tara Ray Bradford, and I live in New York City now, but I grew up all over the world in places like Scotland, Saudi Arabia, and Venezuela before making my way back to the United States. Despite being the new kid 11 times before starting college and changing jobs eight times before starting my own company, where now it's my job to network with other people, I'm an introvert, which means I get my energy from being by myself and I prefer small groups of people. But that doesn't mean I can't hang with large groups and it doesn't stop me from taking the stage to speak in front of hundreds of people. It just means I take a day off after doing those things to recharge. Sound familiar? I also spend my time balancing running a company, writing, hanging out with my golden doodle puppy, going to Broadway shows, and fitting in a yoga or spin class when I can, even though I don't love exercise. I have a background in nursing and science, and after spending a decade of my career in critical care, meeting thousands of people from all walks of life, I realized I had a knack for translating information between doctors and patients and families. While the meaning and purpose in my career came from saving lives, looking back, I think what made my work the most meaningful to patients and families was translating that critical information into words they could not only understand, but information they could use to make vulnerable decisions that were sometimes life and death. In that time, I also heard people share their biggest regrets. And let me tell you, those regrets at the end of life are very similar to the excuses I hear for why people can't do the things they really want to do. Not enough time to do the things they want to do, not enough connection in their relationships, or not enough connections, period, in their network. And there's one more thing I hear from people who aren't at rock bottom that's a reason for why they can't do the things they want to do. Not enough money to pay for that thing. 
So if you really want to live life with no regrets, you need to back up and live life with no excuses right now, today. And the second thing I began to question during my time as an ICU nurse was, do we really need to hit rock bottom to bounce back? This question came up because I saw people on their worst days during their most vulnerable times. And sometimes the treatments we offered them did not get them back to their normal level of functioning before their illness or accident. But I still got thank you cards from them telling me they were so grateful for my help and the accident and that that experience changed their lives. And after starting my coaching practice to help prevent people from hitting rock bottom, I realized this is called post-traumatic growth, which is the positive psychological change as a result of adversity and other challenges in order to rise to a higher level of functioning. So hitting rock bottom actually gives us a leg up. But I still wonder if we could be better equipped going into those problems, obstacles, or facing adversity so we can leap up instead of falling down to get back up. And then would the leap be even greater? I work with a lot of people who have experienced adversity or trauma. And one of the things that they all have in common is they have benefited from post-traumatic growth and have a focus on helping others. The problem with this is that when we associate getting to the next level of functioning with hitting rock bottom again, then we think that's the only way up. And I'm here to tell you, You don't have to keep hitting rock bottom and learning lessons the hard way. You can learn the skills you need to prevent rock bottom. This doesn't mean you can prevent adversity or you will never have problems again. It just means those situations or problems are not going to drag you all the way down every single time. Now I work with leaders, founders, small business owners, and executives And even though the obstacles they are overcoming may not be life-threatening, they are still under a lot of stress to make things happen. And the great thing is the same tools and strategies that worked for my patients when I was in ICU also work for the clients I speak to in my private coaching practice now. And here's what we all have in common. We are all high-achieving, empathic givers. And I've lived on both sides of the spectrum, the least successful giver and the most successful giver. And while I wouldn't say I'm the most successful giver, I would say I found that balance now in my life to be able to feel successful and to recognize my achievements and to dream even bigger. So I know what it takes to get to the other side and to feel successful. I continue to coach, speak, and write about what I've learned so I can help true givers, people like you who just want to help others, understand how you can change the world and help yourself. How? By harnessing your generosity so you live in that sweet spot of success. To me, that's the real zone of genius. 
It's not selfish to share your gifts. When that happens, you actually help more people. It's selfish to keep them to yourself. Natural born givers are made for success, but too many fail to feel successful. Let's close the gap and change the world together. You might have spent the last 20, 30, or even 60 years being on the struggling side of giving, but that doesn't mean it's going to take you that long to feel successful. Lastly, I've been featured in HuffPost, Bustle, Glamour Magazine, Business Insider, Forbes, and Thrive Global. And I've been the keynote speaker at events like the Women in Business Club in London, UBS Financial Services, All Bar None, and the Network of Women in New York City. I've been invited to speak on panels at the New York Junior League and Harvard's Women in Business. I have facilitated leadership workshops at universities, including Fordham's Gabelli School of Business to name a few that you may have heard of. From the moment I decided to become a nurse when I was 19 years old, I knew I wanted to help people. And I have always believed that one person can make a difference. And I believe that one person is not just me, but that one person is you too. Because if we are going to help end loneliness, neglect, depression, trauma, and abuse, then I can't think of a better way than to be generous with our kindness, compassion, and love. The purpose of this podcast is to teach you how to do that in all the right places so you can make the impact you were put on this planet to make. I hope you will continue to listen along for research-backed tips, actionable tools, thought-provoking questions to help you reflect, and apply these tools to your life, as well as empowering stories of people who have gotten results by using these tools. The main focus of the content is going to be on you. And if that makes you a little bit uncomfortable, that's a good thing because it means you're so used to taking care of everyone else that you don't know what it feels like to have someone help you. And that's what I'm here for. If you want more information about me, you can find me at TaraRayBradford.com or on social media at TaraRayBradford. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to get to know each other better. All right, folks, there you have it. That wraps up our conversation with Tara Ray Bradford. She shared a ton of valuable insights and advice today on how givers can become more successful. We also shared some tools and resources, which will all be linked up in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed our episode today. Please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review in your favorite podcast directory. Until next time, best of luck in all that you do, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of For the Love of Giving.